Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Joe Yoga Life Diaries. How are you? Hope you are really, really well. If it's your first time here visiting this podcast, then welcome. On this podcast, uh, we talk about all things parenting, woman, yoga, meditation, and just really trying to live our best life and be empowered. I'm a mother of a teenage son, and so often we get talking into, you know, kind of kid stuff and just being a parent and being the best mum we can be, but also living our life true to us and how we want to be in this world. So welcome. I'm delighted to have you here. I'm so pleased that you've joined us this week. And this week, I have been considering a lot about meditation because I do meditate every day. Well, actually, I say every day. Some days I don't. So I I don't meditate every day, do I? Um, But most days, sometimes it might even just be like a little three-minute sit quietly, close my eyes, listen to music kind of things. And then the days it's a real full on go into sitting up lotus pose and just chill and meditate. And then some days I take on a full 40 day meditation kriya to make really, really big changes and be really disciplined in myself. But um, if you're quite new to meditation, now I'm guessing that as you found this podcast, you're either considering meditation or you already practice yoga or you already practice meditation. Fantastic. But it's always great for us just to remind ourselves about the value of meditation and why we do it and why it makes us feel so good and why it's so important as well. It's, it's so vastly overlooked. If you know me well, you know I teach children. I go into schools and I provide yoga to schools and I get children to meditate. Even preschoolers sit and meditate. Not for long. A 10-second meditation is super, super successful for a three-year-old. But it's still amazing and it's still teaching that it's okay just to quieten the noise and give yourself a moment's silence and a moment's stillness. So we're just going to dive into meditation a little bit more. I didn't really get into meditation too much until I discovered kundalini yoga because I found that the chanting that you do in the yoga and you always finish your yoga class with a meditation, the chanting gave my mind something to focus. And I realized once I was doing meditation and I realized I'd been there for about 20 minutes and it was the first time ever that I went to I don't know it was like a higher place it was and I remember even thinking at the time I was like I am so deep in meditation right now which are supposed to be impossible you're supposed to like not be able to think when you meditate but when people say about having no mind that's an impossibility we are humans and we think all the time so to strive for a no mind state it's impossible it's so hard but then you get this sudden moment of I had this moment where it's like I am so deep here so deep and I knew I was deep and those times where I wasn't thinking I was deep, I know I was in that meditation. It was most because the time just flew by. It was just extraordinary. And that was through chanting. So today we're just going to look at the five real main benefits of meditation. And if you are considering a practice, please do not be afraid. Please stick with me. Please listen because today might be the first day of the rest of your life. And this is where you make the decision to be the person that you want to be. So, number one, meditation teaches you power over your thoughts. Your mind is busy and it's frantically, frantically trying to organize your thoughts into your time critical things, priorities, and your non-urgent. You, like, we have something like 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. This creates massive fogginess in the mind and your brain cannot decipher 
one from the other. It can't decide what's important. It can't decide what's urgent. It can't decide what matters. It's just all there. So it's really time. Meditation is time to give your mind a rest. And yes, I'm well aware that it's when the mind is busy that meditation is the hardest, but it is so vital. A regular meditation practice will equip you with the awareness to recognize earlier when your mind and thoughts are beginning to spiral. And this will empower you to just kind of like stop it really quickly, just nip it in the bud really, really fast so that you don't fall into that negative spiral state. As human beings, as I said, we are natural thinking creatures. We constantly think hundreds of times a minute. And most of what you think and what comes into our mind, it gets put away and shoved into the subconscious mind and is never thought of again. It's just kind of put in a box and ignored. But a few of those thoughts, they get brought to the front of the mind that we have and they just sit there. And it tends to be the habitual thoughts, doesn't it? The ones that we have over and over again. And they tend to also be low vibe thoughts they tend to be the oh I'm so tired oh I'm not good enough oh I'm overweight oh I'm really worried about doing this or I don't take that risk because this might happen you know it's those it's those thoughts that are designed to keep us safe those habitual thoughts that tend to get to the get the power they sit at the front of the mind now whether your thoughts are fact or not has nothing to do with what your mind deems to be important it's just those ones that create the emotions, those ones that are habitual, that get pride of place at the front of your mind. So getting control of these thoughts is the first major, major step into your awakening and living a healthy, calm, happy existence. Meditation will assist you in understanding your thoughts, being able to identify between the fact and the fiction and ultimately it's going to quieten your mind so that the spiraling negative habitual thoughts they get thrown out and they get put in the bin immediately before they even get a chance to take a grip so gaining power over your thoughts is key point number two the second benefit of meditation is a quiet mind will equal calmer responses so once your mind is quieter it behaves less responsibly. So it behaves, uh, not resp- it behaves less emotionally. So we're all triggered by one thing or another. We all have our triggers. One of my triggers is tends to be, I don't go on Facebook too much because I get triggered by um, parents at my child's school, you know, all having opinions on how teachers should be doing what they're doing. And, you know, and it just kind of, and this pressure that we're then putting, if you saw my, or listened to my podcast where I was talking to my son a couple of weeks ago about, you know, how the parents that we're putting on so much pressure to our children of what we think they should be experiencing instead of actually listening to what the children are going through. That's one of my massive, massive triggers. Um, And uh, so I'm massively triggered by Facebook posts and I'm sure I'm not alone here. And in the past, I've almost felt I've needed to respond to them. which of course is just not the way to go um, with Facebook Um, because then they're just going to feed me even more of these triggering responses so I have to just kind of let it all go but by meditating the mind is quieter and yet I still get triggered but now when I get triggered there's a pause there's a stop and in that pause the reason comes in and my mind realizes that it's absolutely nothing to do with me 
as a little side note, I was just driving home and I was on a roundabout and I was indicating which way I was going and this tractor went to pull out in front of me and he had to slam his brakes on because he nearly drove into me. And he gave me like, you know, like the road rage that people get, you know, he's like, put his arm up and he scowled at me, but I was indicating and it was my, and I was, but I was driving down the road, like really triggered thinking, oh. Well, what you know? What did I do wrong there? I should have stopped, and I should have demanded to know what on earth he was shouting at me for. What had I done wrong? But of course, it's nothing to do with me. How, his response and how he reacted—nothing to do with me. The same as what's being put all over Facebook. It's nothing to do with me. My triggers are nothing to do with me. By using meditation as a tool to quieten the mind. My responses in any situation, and your responses in any situation, will become calmer and clearer because your mind is able to scroll through the files again go back to the episode of the neutral positive and negative mind um, and how it files your experiences and emotions and so when we meditate um, there's that pause and the mind can quickly go through those files ensuring that we take the right action for our health we don't just behave in a responsive way which can often just be a knee-jerk reaction so being able to respond in a calmer way means there are less confrontations we're going to be triggered less and of course there's going to be more peace and joy with you always living a calmer happier existence meditation point three lowers the blood pressure when meditating we begin we normally start, well, I think we all start, by just connecting with the breath. So we become aware of our breath and you straight away begin to take deeper, deeper breaths, bringing your body and mind into a more relaxed and peaceful state. As you slide deeper into your meditation, and even if you only do like a three minutes, little just breath awareness, sit down, you'll lower your stress levels and anxiety and it will all lessen. Deep breathing stimulates our parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for lowering adrenaline and cortisol production, which are the the stress-inducing hormones, and slowing the breathing, the heart rate, and lowers the blood pressure. Point number four, meditation connects the mind to the breath. So as we were just saying about how it lowers the blood pressure, these probably should have been the other way around, actually. So meditation connects the mind to the breath, which then lowers the blood pressure. But How does meditation connect the mind to the breath? It makes you present. Being in the present moment is the surefire, immediate way to relieve any stress or worry. When you are 100% in the moment, the moment is perfect, regardless of what you're experiencing, is exactly as it should be. And while you are in it, you cannot worry about what's coming up or what has happened. You only have the now to focus on but actually we spend so little time in the present our mind is constantly creating stories to keep us safe it's worried about what may come it's worried about what has gone and this is a pointless pointless exercise because nothing can be done about it why do we spend so much time worrying about things we cannot have an effect on and so it's important to be present So how do we be present? By connecting the mind to the breath through meditation. This will drop you into the present moment. Be with your breath and you'll be calm. Be with your breath and stress will fall away. Be with your breath 
and you will be happy and content. And meditation benefit number five, inspiration can be heard. Spirit whispers to you, it does not shout. Well, actually, there are times when spirit does raise its voice, but unless you're tuned in, you'll probably probably ignore it. During meditation, when the mind is quiet, you are calm and in the present moment. Your blood pressure is low. This is when moments of inspiration, or as they're sometimes called these days, universal downloads, are delivered to you. Your subconscious mind, which is eternally connected to source, can then be heard and deliver the messages and the visions that it needs you to know and see and hear. So if a random idea or thought pops into your head during meditation, make sure you jot it down afterwards because it will be relevant no matter how obscure it might seem. And when you find times when you can't think straight, if you meditate, you allow the inspirational answers to come to you. And again, I know it's hard to meditate when your mind is spiraling and when you are stressed and there's too much going on, but that's when you need it and that's when inspiration will come through. I know it's hard. I can hear all the excuses already, I know, but I promise you, it works. The five benefits are you gain power over your thoughts. A quiet mind will equal calmer responses. It will lower the blood pressure, connects the mind to the breath, and your inspiration can be heard. Only by gifting yourself the opportunity to experience this universal language of meditation will you be able to know the value it can bring to your life. So I'm going to give you a challenge today. Today, five minutes, set your timer, sit comfy, wherever you are in a chair or you don't have to sit in cross-legged, it's fine. You can even lay down on your bed, but just try not to fall asleep. Palms up because this is the pose to receive. They can either be next to you or they can be in your lap, palms up. And just focus on your breath. Focus on the breath going all the way down into your belly. Really concentrate on those breaths. Close your eyes. If thoughts come into your mind, that's fine. But just try and let them pass. Every time you notice that you're thinking about something, come back to your breathing. Don't get cross with yourself or don't think, no, I can't do it. Just come back to your breathing. Just acknowledge, thank you. If the thoughts are important, they'll come back later. Come back to your breathing. I'd love to know how it goes. So do feel free to message me um, and go to my website and just see on there. I'd love to hear how it goes today. Please leave a comment as well and, uh, and a review. And I'd love to hear how your meditation practice is going. Gift yourself this. It is vital and it is valuable. And if your children see you doing it, they might copy and join you as well even more wonderful. Thank you so much for joining to me today. I will see you next week. Satnam. Thank you so much for listening today. If anything resonated or you feel inspired to, please share as that is how we spread the healing. To learn more about me, my teachings or any of the Joe Yoga programs, go to www.joyogauk.co.uk and I'll see you next time. Bye.